and welcome to Crafting a Revolution, the podcast. My name is Katie Freeman, and I'm one of your hosts. Every Wednesday and Friday, we bring you interviews of female and non-binary makers of all kinds from all over the world. Today's guest is Jocelyn of Cheeky DIY Home. Jocelyn is fairly new, um, new ish, <laughs> uh, just under a year to kind of DIY space making using power tools. Um, but I tell you what, she is doing a fantastic job and she also has a blast doing it. And that comes across and everything that she shares. I found her on Instagram and instantly, well, I have to be truthful here. I was drawn by the dancing. If you follow me on Instagram, you know I'm a dancer. So um, that was really fun to connect with her on that level. And then just to dive into her story and learn why she got started making and where she hopes the journey uh, continues to take her. Before we hop into the interview with Jocelyn, I do want to shout out and thanks thank the uh, patrons over on Patreon. So thank you so much, Lee at Lee Runyon. Annette 513 Woodworks, Katie Thompson, Women of Woodworking, Kevin Lefty's Woodshop, Christy Twisted Twine, Jeremy, Jeremy Spies, Sammy, Go Sammy Lee, Rachel, Moody Makes, Bonnie, Toolmom Bonnie, Toolmomstore.com, Laura, Oakley Soap Company, Brandy, Studio Obey, Lee, The Rainbow Carver, Ellen, Little Bear Furniture, and Ethan, Ethan Carter Designs. Thank you all so very much for your uh, ongoing support of the podcast, helping to produce two episodes a week, every week. Truly, truly um, could not do it without your support. So thank you so much. If you have been enjoying the podcast and think, hey, I would really like to throw some support uh, that way, then you certainly can. You can head on over to patreon.com forward slash crafting a revolution and check out the different tier options over there no matter what tier you choose you will be added as one of the patrons that get thanked uh, at the top of the episode for every episode so again that's patreon.com forward slash crafting a revolution you can go check that out all right let's head on into the interview with jocelyn of cheeky diy home okay um, so I do like to start by asking my guests to introduce themselves. So would you do that for me? Yeah. So my name is Jocelyn from Cheeky DIY Home, primarily on Instagram. I do have a YouTube, very few videos from when I started out, but um, I'm kind of like a, I feel like I'm still a beginner as a DIYer, but I definitely still, I'm not in the full beginner stages. Like I have used you know miter saw like circular saws I've used those power tools and I've actually started using them all on my own in the past year so I like to make it my anniversary day of my birthday because that's when I started I asked for power tools so prior to that Cheeky DRI Homes technically started when we closed on the house mm-hmm. so um but we got a 1950s house and that includes redoing our flooring, which my husband did, and painting, so much painting. So that was our first year, included a lot of that. Come Black Friday, um, finally convinced my husband to get a miter saw. So that come of the year, my birthday came around and I started asking for tools and my husband was not interested. So it was just up to me. (laughs) 
so he was like all right you do your thing I'm busy and I was like okay I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do this <laughs> and then I would go out to the garage in the winter because I'm based in Buffalo New York and I would just you know look at YouTube videos and other people on Instagram who have inspired me highlights and stuff like that and just try to learn these tools. I remember my first one was like a router. Um, and obviously, like I didn't even know how to use a drill or you know the driver process of me learning these tools. And then that's kind of like a big thing about me in a way. Like I share that I am actually still scared of tools and like I'm learning. And uh, that's been a big foundation for me. I also kind of started my account with attempting DIY hacks. I'm not sure if you kind of like caught on to that or anything like that, but um that's just because I truly am just interested to see um, if something is true and authentic and just me willing to share about it. So that's just me like trying out something that people have said, hey, I've done this and this is, you know, amazing, blah, blah, this. And then I want to see it for myself. So then um, one of my like big hacks that I tried was a washi tape one. And it's just basically a faux shiplap and you put washi tape instead of like Sharpie marker and that took off really well on Instagram and it's kind of how I grew maybe like a thousand followers on Instagram so that's kind of where things started to take momentum for me where I was like okay so people are interested in something like this but I also still have my own interest in power tools as well so I try to combine both of them I do plan to bring back the hacks this new year and then incorporate me continuing to learn and pick up on new skills so that's kind of what cheeky DRI home is it's kind of like me still learning, me having fear, and then just kind of going for it and sharing the process and trying out these hacks because I'm interested and I know other people are interested and I just want to show it off. Yeah. <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, I'm still scared of a router. So are you? Yeah. I only use it if there's like really like there's usually always a workaround <laughs> to not have to really? use it. But like <laughs> If I have to use it, then I'm like, okay, fine. And okay, I, well, I, I'm scared. Um, I think it comes from like way before, I, I won't say way before I use power tools, but before I was like using power tools regularly, like during my day job, I worked with like a guy who like, lost his, uh, his first two fingers uh, using a router in, you know, the garage, like doing oh, some work yeah. at home. And so like, I always had that. And then like, when I started, like I did a little bit of woodworking school for like a year and a half. And um, like, even the professor there, like when we had to do, we had to use the router to, to do some roundover on like a like a door frame and he was like the amount of attention he like made us pay to like all the safety protocols like just like it was clear like and evident you know that this was like and he was like yeah he's like people get hurt on routers way more than they ever get hurt on like a table saw so it was just like wow. okay like justified in my fear <laughs> I just bought a router. <laughs> yes. <laughs> One of my Black Friday purchases was a brand new router. And the reason being is because I actually broke my first one. So I made this little circle mm -hmm. and it was using one of those circle guide kits. Yeah. And I don't think, obviously I just bought a new router, so I haven't yeah. used it since, but I broke the last one because I didn't um, hook on the bit well enough. It didn't stay secure. 
Oh. So in the midst of going around in the circle formation, it just kind of like snapped off. And like the thing that was holding on to the bit snapped off. And I was like, okay, I used this two times and I already broke it. Good thing this was a birthday gift. <laughs> and then also like, I'm not going to tell anyone when I broke it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have, so like, so, but I, I didn't the, know that. Yeah. I've got the, I don't have the circle jig. That is actually something I want to buy myself, but um and I've got two routers, so I've got like the big like three quarter horsepower router, you know, and a router table and stuff. That's the one that like really scares me. Um, okay. And I only bring it out when it's like I've got live edge slabs that I need to um, flatten and there's really no other way to do it unless I want to use a hand plane. And that would take like 20 years of my life to flatten a slab with a hand plane. So yeah. I use it then, but I did just last year as a means to like try to get me past that fear I bought one of the like the smaller palm routers and that's that yeah that's what I've started like I'm a bit more comfortable with that one I think mainly because like the motor's not as powerful it's not spinning as fast um and I feel like I'm in more control of it like, the the spinny bit, the bit that's going to hurt me is pointed down. Usually it's not pointed up. Um, mm -hmm. Whereas like with the bigger router, I mean, most of the time you have it in a router table. So like you're exposing the part that will cut your fingers off. <laughs> so okay. It's like, that I think is what scares me is like, I'm pushing a board through here. And if this board slips, like there go my I fingers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And it's funny because that used to be my fear with the table saw because that's how I view the table saw. But now, like, now that I've used it more, I've been like, okay, now, now I'm more in control. I understand where kickback could occur yep. if that were the case. And then, like, where my fingers really need to be positioned and obviously using yep. um, something to help yep. push it through. Yeah. But in that circumstance, yeah, if that moves, that does look scary. And yeah. I didn't think about it that way. Yeah. I mean, they do have like you can use push sticks with on, you know, on a router table and stuff like that, too. But mm -hmm. that's why I think um, <clears throat> like watching people use different like templates and stuff, I think I could get more comfortable with that. But, yeah, it's definitely. And, and then in school, we had to use one, uh, a shaper which is basically like an extremely large router. And it's like the bits are the smallest bit you put on there is like a two inch diameter bit. So they're huge, right? They're, I mean, they're yeah. massive. it's for creating like crown molding and stuff like that. That's what people use. As wow. So we had to do like one project using that just to show, like demonstrate we could like use it. And that mm -hmm. was terrifying. <laughs> because <laughs> it's yeah. spinning really fast and it's huge um yeah yeah so it was kind of like one of those things of like you're not supposed to close your eyes when you're using power tools but I kind of was closing <laughs> my eyes when I'm using power tools on that one. <laughs> oh my gosh you have given me a new vision of routers <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna be messaging me a year from now be like thanks Katie I still haven't used a router thing <laughs> no like that router is still in its box yes. <laughs> I'm staring at it right now I just picked it up yesterday <laughs> yeah yeah sorry <laughs> right I'm like, yeah I'm never gonna touch a router a day in my life 
You'll get there. You'll get there. I know you will. Hey makers, today's episode is sponsored in part by toolmomstore.com. At toolmomstore.com, you can find any and all tool-based merchandise for all genders, all sizes. They've got mugs, they've got shirts, all kinds of cool stuff. I have uh, one of the shirts myself that has the uh, hashtag woodworker on it. And I also have a couple of the mugs that define what and who is a tool chick. So super excited with the merchandise that I have. I know that you will be satisfied as well. Um, And also, great discount for those of you who listen to the podcast at checkout if you enter the code maker mom you will get a 20 percent discount off any of the merchandise that you buy so that's just toolmomstore.com all right let's head back into the action um, i hope so <laughs> yes so okay so we know like why you kind of got started with picking up power tools and doing that but i want to know a little bit you know more about like pre-buying this 1950s house like what things uh were like hobbies and what things interested you so um you know as when you're like a kid you know all those things of hd tv those magazines and all that stuff they always intrigued me those tv shows always intrigued me um immediately if i were to see it on tv it would catch my eye so I always knew I wanted my home to be beautiful in some aspects, but obviously like that can't be done if I'm dirt poor. (laughs) (laughs) So um, that was already like one thing where I kind of already knew I've seen these amazing people do this already. And they've all shown me some way, shape or form that it's possible to create things. So that's always been like, whoa, like I actually take, pride and seeing that they are capable of doing these things. And I want to have that kind of pride myself to say, Hey, I did that. So that's always been something stemmed in me, but obviously actually getting the home allowed that to be possible where I was like, okay, now it's my time to like, try this out. Like I really want to do this prior to that hobby wise, where I do did get that inch of pride was um, crafting with mainly like using the cricket. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's going to be like making, you know, those vinyl shirts, signs for my wedding and stuff like that. Um, I made like my wedding invitations and that was all like a huge, like prideful moment of like, I did this, like I can do, I can create and make beautiful things if I want to. So that's kind of where it's like, you get creative and making designs and just, you know, playing around and seeing what you can do. And it just kind of kind of stuck with me. I knew there was a possibility that I could create and just, you know, make something beautiful. And, you know, you get those compliments from families and friends all the time. But also just like starting to share it on the platform we're also appreciated too is also like, okay, like this is something and I am proud of it kind of thing. So that kind of me being able to like use the cricket, me being able to like make my wedding decorations and all those things. Ironically, today I just sewed my cricket, um, not my cricket machine, but the heat press yeah. of it, the particular brand. And there was a woman that came in and she was just like so excited to get this machine. She got the very new cricket joy. And I would just like saw that light in her eyes of like, I'm so excited and everything like that. And I don't craft anymore because I have a new passion. And she was like, So, like, why don't you like right? Why aren't you doing it? And I'm like, 
I found a new like passion in a way. And like, I started to explain, she goes, oh, but you're like still like creating, you're like doing stuff. And I was like, yes, but like, this is a great avenue of creativity. Like you have so much to do um, between shirts, making signs. Like I would still use my Cricut any day right now, actually. I have a new tool. Um, it's a rotary tool. <laughs> I'm like looking at where all my stuff is. <laughs> um, it's a rotary tool and I'm very excited to use it because I plan to like make a stencil um, and like just, you know, start like, I don't know, making indentations and stuff mm-hmm. into wood and just like doing my own thing where it's just like, this is unique and different and my own thing, but I can also use my other hobby to allow that to happen. Um, you see people using the scroll star all the time. You use the scroll star. And they um, just make templates and stuff like that out of those machines to allow them to create something beautiful. So I don't know. I think that's a great avenue to start creating. Mm-hmm. And obviously, that's just one avenue of like crafting, but then it stems into so many other things as well. So that's definitely a big thing that allowed me to get into my world of creativity in a way. Yeah, yeah, totally. Now I'm I'm gonna take us off topic because you had to mention rotary tool, which is like that's my world of power carving. So which rotary tool did you get? <laughs> it's a brand new. Um, okay, listen, I'm not I'm not knowledgeable, <laughs> but it's a cordless one from Ryobi. Yep. I, so, yeah, I don't have that one personally, but like several people do have that one and I haven't heard any bad things about it. So I think it's a good one to use. So they got my attention once I saw them carving into those pumpkins for Halloween. I was like, I need that today. <laughs> so I plan to like um, kind of mess around with it for like um, little Christmas ornaments and stuff like that. Just kind of play around and see what I can do. Like I've had this here, I think two weeks. I'm so bad. Like, I really want to open it. I really do. Um, and I told myself today's going to be the day. Yes. But it hasn't happened. Do you have any tips? <laughs> Not for opening the box. I can no. open a box. Yeah. No, I have so but many, for using so many tips. Tool. Well, did it, did you get any carving? Did you like buy any carving burrs or did it come with some stuff? Okay. Sneak peek. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. Like I said, I don't know much about it, but it has these little bits over here. Oh, you yeah, can't see yep, it. Yep, yep, I see them. Yeah, so those little, those three bits on the end there, the, like, with the pokies on them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so those will be your carving burrs to use um, on, uh, for whatever you're making. You know, there, I see, I think you have a flame and a sphere and a cylinder. Um, so that'll be good to get you started. Um, to play around. I think doing like something like a Christmas ornament is probably like an excellent idea to get started. Um, And the nice thing is that you can control the speed too, um, which makes it easier for holding the piece. Like I said, I really been wanting to open from Ryobi, but I saw them use it on like glass on my internet connection. Oh, no, you're back. You're back. (laughs) (laughs) I saw, have you... I mean, I know we're talking about woodworking and all that, but have you used it on glass? Where like etches? Have you heard of that? But I think, I mean, it totally would be doable. Um, Yeah. I mean, I might try it on acrylic before I tried it on glass. True. I 
Maybe it was acrylic, to be honest. Yeah, it probably was. Because yeah. I was gonna say, like, if it's glass, you would probably have to keep it wet the whole time so that the heat wouldn't cause it to crack. Um, yeah, but acrylic, yeah. Uh, I mean, I've used it on like resin, which essentially is this. I mean, very similar. So, um, I used it. My I have a different brand, but a small rotary tool, and I used it to do pumpkins this year for the first time doing pumpkins. I mean, usually I'm just like, you know, cutting out shapes for the kids or whatever. Yeah. But this year I did for my son, I did like a Pokemon character where it's like, you know, I just removed, like, I would go, I didn't go all the way through. Like I just like removed certain yes. of it so that the light shone differently and he loved it. Now, what I will tell you is I still have several things covered in dried pumpkin because <laughs> it spins out. It spins out everywhere. Like <laughs> the first one I did for him, like I just had my regular glasses on and like my, like, seriously, I, I shared pictures in the stories. Like my face was orange. Like, you know, I took my glasses off and everything else was like orange. What? <laughs> I was like, my pants got dyed orange, like everything. It was crazy. <laughs> Okay, so when you work this with wood, does it come at you to them? It does. It's gonna it's gonna fling off dust. I mean, that's why it's super important to make sure to wear like a you know a mask and at least safety glasses. The rotary tool you don't need to worry. Safety glasses should be enough. But if you ever okay. if you get into it and you go into some bigger tools for power carving, that's where you see people wear more of like the face shields because yeah, it just kicks so much back at you know, that you need that protection mm-hmm. yeah. um i'm not sure uh there's hadio on instagram yep. she she always shows her face covered <laughs> covered in sawdust and she was power carving i'm like oh my god it's like <laughs> and though i'm not sure what kind of wood she's using but it's like um very bright orange yeah. wood that she just like removes off her face and i'm like what in the yeah. world <laughs> now i will say i I've, well I guess it depends too on your angle for the smaller rotary tool is not going to kick off that much it's going to I mean you're going to get dust it's basically very aggressive high speed sanding is really what it is so you're going to get basically sawdust coming off of it Mm -hmm. so it's going to be all around the table and on the floor and on your clothes but you should it probably won't kick back in your face um like I I mean I even depending on what I'm trying to do, sometimes I am like, here's the tool, you know, here's the work, here's the tool, and my face is right there, so I can see it, and yeah, I have to make sure I'm fully covered at that point in time. Um, That is super good to know. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I even wear, I mean, I wear hats a lot anyways, but like last Christmas, one of the things I asked my wife for, and she got me was a, was a welding cap, like those cloth welding caps, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, because it's like, can you can kind of keep it tight to your head and so one it keeps like sweat from dripping dripping in your eyes as you're like getting all fogged up but it also keeps all the sawdust out of your Mm -hmm. hair which is a super super thing because otherwise you're no matter how many showers you take it's like still like a week later you're like why there's like sawdust (laughs) on my scalp I get that. Yeah. <laughs> and especially with how much can be produced. Yeah. Yes. That's, I feel like if you don't have that on your Amazon storefront, 
yeah. add that now because <laughs> you've shown me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so yeah, I mean that's that to me, and I think to most people who power carve is the is a little bit of the downfall is like there's just not a lot of great um, solutions for dust control. Um, yes, you know there 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 just really isn't. That's why it's like. You know, like I have it set up where I've got one of those big, um, those bigger dust collection, um, mm -hmm. like cylinder things. And I have, I try to put the hose like right at where, <laughs> where I'm going to yeah. be carving to try to get as much as possible, but it still gets all in the air and stuff like that. So, you know, ideally, like, so you live in a state that gets cold. So do I. So in the winter, I don't carve as much, you know, cause I okay. would prefer to carve outside where it doesn't really matter that the driveway is covered in, in dust. Like, yeah, you know. So when you guys say, and I say you guys, cause I haven't done it. <laughs> um, when you say power carve, you're using a rotary tool? Or... There's several different tools. So a rotary tool, yes, would be power carving. The next thing up from a rotary tool is a die grinder, which is just going to have a bigger burrs, bigger of those carving burrs that spin faster. Up from there is an angle grinder, which is when okay. you use a disc. And you've probably seen um, uh, Hadiel use those. She did that on her yes. uh, one of her projects um, and all those bowls that she's insanely crazy to have tried to carve like mm -hmm. bowls. <laughs> And I told her that, so she knows that already. I was like, you are crazy. Um, it like, yeah. starts out as a block, and then she right. just carves it all into a bowl. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm like, whoa. Yes. <laughs> we have an angle grinder. We don't use it much because. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, that does sound crazy now that I think about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's Especially the, she has basically. She has the discs that are basically bigger versions of those carving burrs, just flatter, right? So it's like they got all those spikies on them. Oh. And being that I spent years power carving with just those, I, and now I have tools that are my, that are more aggressive, help get things done faster. I'm like, that's why my forearms still have issues and hurt because it takes a lot of like, you know muscle behind that tool mm -hmm. to really grind that much material away um so when she was saying her arms hurt I was like I know your arms hurt because it's insane <laughs> that's what I do love about like having that like little community where it's just yeah. like we all know the pain and suffering yes. of what we're doing we like hide it we just like here's what I presented though yeah exactly <laughs> And then, like, slightly in the DMs, we were like, you're in pain, aren't you? Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I'm excited for you that you picked that up um, and are going to, like, give it a go. Because I've learned, I mean, outside of, like, being able to carve things, like a bowl or whatever, like, even just adding texture, I think there's, like, so much fun and just, like, adding little textured details to yeah you know things that you do like 
can even be to like mantelpieces or shelves or whatever. Like there's just so much you can do with it. Yeah, I feel like I have seen like, you know, just like little design elements on wood where it's just been like, cool, like that's something that intrigued me. And then mm-hmm. like now knowing the other realm that this can be used in power carving, I'm like, okay, are we going to step it up over here? <laughs> so you've done projects around the house. Like, have you made any like, uh, like furniture pieces or stuff like that too? Yeah, so I, um, well, first, my first build was a, it's a planter bench, and I did that um, technically in the summer, and it included a lot of pocket holes, and that was my first time ever doing pocket holes, and it was pretty, like, beginner-friendly. I just was really busy that I didn't finish it, like, all in, like, a reasonable time span, but that was really nice and it you know pocket holes and then I put like wood across it leveled it out got kind of used to like a few angles and like figuring things out but then my next build was a Murphy bed that's right I did see that that's kind of crazy <laughs> which sounds so crazy like and I'm, I'm grateful that wasn't my first project imagine like I'm suddenly like <laughs> Um, like I said, I'm still like very new and figuring out certain things, but thankfully the Murphy bed was, um, it included so, so many measurements and me being the scared cat that I am, like I measured 20,000 times, obviously. And it took me, I feel like it took me longer than it should have, but also like I'm creating content, I'm recording videos, like that stuff takes a while in itself. Um, But I'm looking at it right now. You can't, it's a bad angle, to be honest. I'm going to show you a little bit. I don't know if you're going to be. Yeah. There's it over there. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's nice because like a Murphy bed one does sound super scary. But being that I followed this plan, it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if that's the plan itself or like maybe Murphy beds aren't that hard in a way, but um really it was just more so getting the right measurements and uh, so much of it was pilot holes so much and like I was just like all right we got the drill together (laughs) yeah (laughs) it was literally like um drill the pilot holes screw get the driver together and we're good keep going measure right (laughs) pilot holes screw it was it just became repetitive at that point where it was just like okay I'm grateful I have a plan and the Murphy bed thankfully worked out it's in full function and I'm so I'm proud of it because it's such in the grand scheme of things it's technically pretty big at least for me as yeah. a build and it sounds so scary knowing that a bed is going up and down I mean I love it I truly do it goes up and down no problem and uh, I don't know it's definitely a pride and joy kind of yeah. thing like especially when I made it like I'm, I'm not sure if you saw my stories but it was just like pure like oh my god <laughs> is this real life <laughs> and now I'm used to it and you you get over that high yeah. in a way but I am very proud of it and I just wanna I want to keep building and like I see people doing those like closets and um just making all the furniture possible and the fact that I made a bed a Murphy bed is great, but I want to keep going and just building, you know, all the things now. Mm-hmm. 
So like talking about, I mean, that was your second project and talking about like filming and making content around it. Like, I mean, is this, is this become a business for you or is this still like, this is just your house and you're sharing? It's a business. <laughs> um, it's actually been a business basically from the moment I decided to come back onto. So like I said, the first year of owning this house, Cheeky DRI Home technically did start. And that was just me sharing to my very close friends and family of us uh, starting to transform the home, which really consisted of painting, flooring, and adding a few furniture, being brand new homeowners. But when I decided to return, um, when I had already committed to the use of power tools and my husband who is painted entrepreneurial um, all that stuff just kind of like well if you're gonna kind of not just make this a hobby and I was like all right I can do this <laughs> um, but um, it is um, more of a business and I think that's always been my intention in a way but it, it's also been like me being authentic and who I am as um, <clears throat> I still have those fears and I just realized that's truly just who I am. Mm -hmm. Some people will always say like, just do it and stuff like that. And me as a person, I'm just kind of like, but wait, I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I know I can do it, but I'm scared. <laughs> so um, I, I think I'm working up to that, but I'm also like, in a way I've learned that I do have the ability to I guess inspire people to see that they're also capable of doing these things, even though they're scared. So I, I'm taking that in as like a little pillar for myself, like, mm -hmm. um, and I'm having fun in the process. So definitely a business. I have a blog, and uh, I monetize in a few other ways of like mm -hmm. partnerships. I've gotten a few partnerships, which is you know incredible, being that this is my first year and figuring all this out. It's it's a lot of work. It is, it is. like yeah. <laughs> having to, you know, everyone just says you may think it's just a click of a button and it's truly not. It's um, every little moment I think of, oh my God, how can I plan this out that they're going to like this yeah. in a way? How can I present this real, where it actually attracts interest? Yeah. And in some way I can think it's easy and it's easy for me, but for other content creators, it's a task. Everyone has different skill sets on how to attract attention and every person that's on the screen of yeah. work, you know, we're not just snapping a photo. So yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, to you're, yeah, you totally. Um, I mean, I was just thinking that, so I don't, this is the first year. I mean, I've been, I've been Freeman furnishings for January will make five years, but like, this is the first 2021 has been the first year that I've really gained some traction with like, you know, bigger brand deals um, mm -hmm. and not just the work for tools, um, which is a fine way to start out too. Uh, if, you know, you're, especially if you're doing it just on the side, but, <clears throat> and I got my first like big one this year, uh, you know, and they reached out to me, which was uh, also kind of like a, whoa. <laughs> That's awesome. No, <laughs> yeah. really. Yeah. Um, yes. But it was like, it's been a while since I've had to do something that, you know, I like, I was really nervous about, like, whether they mm -hmm. were going to like it because of how, like, 
you know big the deal was for me and so I was like well crap so like I'm like getting several angles for every like little tiny bit of it and um finally like use the it's used but new to me dslr camera because i was like i'm gonna be putting together youtube and all of that <laughs> stuff on this one and so it was like a really tiny project right it was like it's it, it was like a square ottoman with upholstery like normally i could have done this in like two three hours tops and oh, yeah it took an entire day <laughs> because of like you know i'm like i wasn't really allowed to like do much movement without capturing it and because mm -hmm. it's like I need yeah. YouTube so I have DSLR going but I'm also going to be doing reels and TikTok so I need my phone to like get that footage so that I get it in the uh, vertical versus horizontal so it was a lot of like yeah. starting and stopping that's exactly it <laughs> yeah <laughs> The amount of times just to get that certain angle, like you have to get a certain angle so that it's actually looked upon. I remember um, when we were doing the installation of the Murphy bed, which is recommended to have a few extra people on hand. And there was some points in the scene where it was just me doing the Murphy bed because yeah. it's truly just a part where I can do it. And that's a part where I kind of have the tripod. But then my husband and my um father-in-law were there just in case anything went wrong again I was scared had those extra supports of hands and then I, I also have like someone else that could also record so it was yeah. nice but at the same time you know like I'm here at an angle and they're like you're blocking the camera with your whole body and I'm like okay well, <laughs> I'm physically working right so then you have to maneuver the angle and stuff like right. that like you have to compensate for things like that all the time there was a reel um, that I made. It was actually painting this. It looks yeah. like it took me two seconds. And I think you commented on it. And it was um, just, you know, me choosing the colors of, the, yeah, yeah. of it. And it looks like it took me two seconds. It took me maybe like to record that easily 30, 40 minutes because yeah. I had the wrong angle. The lighting was bad, you know, yeah. like. <laughs> And then, yeah. like, you have to go edit the reel. And right. Like, oh. <laughs> there was exactly. another hour of my time. Right. And it, it, what was that, like, 17 seconds? And, yeah. I mean, it performed well, but it's, right. like, 17 seconds of footage for, like, two to three hours of work right. there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And what, what time did I do that? Like, two yeah. in the morning. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like, those are the crazy things. Yeah. I know, just, like, you know, before hopping on here with you and I, came in frazzled because it's like I had an hour of time and I'm like I need to eat I need to post <laughs> on Freeman furnishings I need to post on crafting a revolution I need yep. to get some stories up because there's some information that I need to share out and yeah. as I'm doing that I'm like this one stinking reel is <laughs> an hour to try to do and, right. then, and then like yeah, I didn't even get it up before chatting because Instagram oh, is telling me it's blocking the content due to like protecting the community. I'm like, it's a Christmas song. How is this? Like <laughs> no way. Oh my God. I told myself after this, I'm gonna post a reel that I've had in drafts. I told myself maybe I'm gonna post it in the morning. And then like also I'm just figuring out the timing of when to post. Yeah. <laughs> like I've had good luck with the evenings, but then I see everyone else posting right and early in the morning. And I'm like, am I doing something wrong? No, I mean, I think it depends. Well, I was going to ask you that. That's a 
good time to ask you that question. Is this your full-time job then? Or, or do you have fun? Yeah. <laughs> no. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Is it for you? Oh, heck no. <laughs> no, I wish. Um, right. Dream, those right? are things. Those yeah. are things we wish upon. And you know, the crazy thing is, like, I haven't shared this, but um, I'm technically going through a career change already. So I'm a student. I went through a career change last year, January, at the same time that I decided to start Cheeky DIY Home again. For some reason, even though I knew this was happening, I knew I had applied to school months ago. I knew school was going to start up. I decided to go back to school for nursing. I also decided to like return to Cheeky Dare I Home January, same time school started. For some reason, I was like, yeah, I'm going to try to do both. Yeah. <laughs> People don't say this enough, but it, like family and to them, this can be viewed as a hobby. Um, but the grand goal is to be bigger, you know, yeah. where this could be a potential job. And it's crazy because like I said, I was already going through a career change and I now have a new passion where it's like, what am I going to choose when the time comes? If it comes, am I wasting my time in a way? And it's like, these are deep conversations and it's like, what if, or, <laughs> but I also love it at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I, I mean, it's, just, it's the same. Like, I mean, I'm, I am privileged enough that the, the job that I have is uh, extremely flexible. I'm a consultant. And so, you know, I can, there will be times where I get in weeks, no time in the shop because consulting work is busy and that's what I need to do because that's what pays the bills. So that's mm -hmm. like where I focus, but um, it does allow me, you know, where it's like, I can have time at home when the kids are at school that I can actually get some stuff done um yeah towards my work but yeah it's uh no it, it's a dream to get there but it's one of those things of like I, I think that's why I value when there's people in the community who you're watching and they're super successful right and mm -hmm. probably when you found them they were already super successful so right. when they do take time out to share like okay, yes, I'm like going and I'm having this huge meeting and it could potentially like be this big deal and change my life. However, this is like year number nine, like, and here's where I'm at. Like, I like when they share that because it's like, okay. <laughs> like, because mm -hmm. I don't know about- Sometimes you. this takes time. Yeah, it's like, I don't know about you, but just even the fact I was thinking today, actually in the car, um, of how I feel when somebody like write does a write up about me on something and like if they write it up that I do this full time and then I have to correct them and be like I don't do it full time and yeah. my reaction when I correct them on that is in my head I'm telling myself well I'm a failure because I haven't made it to that point of doing this full time and being mm -hmm. successful at it and their response is always more like oh my god like I You're thought you already were doing so much and you have another like you have an actual like right. job on top of that like you're amazing that's not where my head goes but that's where their head goes with that comment you know I hear you on that <laughs> and I think that's just because you know that's what your goal is but right. 
in the grand scheme of it, like you're juggling so much and it is a lot. And the goal is that, and that's sometimes how things work. Like you're just, you're building a business, you know? Yep. And I know, gotta I'm, build the brand, build the. <laughs> Yes. It's not just, you know, a quick snap. It's literally Mm -hmm. you're building your skills itself. You're building your brand. You're building yourself as a person Mm -hmm. and showing that off to the world in a way. And then the community then decides, okay, yeah. Check. (laughs) Check. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And then then later, maybe those checks will come in. Exactly. Like the check mark turns into an actual check would be beneficial. Yes. Yes. Um, Um, I want to ask you. Like like, talking about this. What? I'm sorry, what? (laughs) No, I was saying we're talking about this, but it's also like that whole factor of not doing this full time but like working so hard where you're trying to match what others are already doing. Um, And it's hard because you want to be there, but you're also, you don't have those resources that they do. Right. Um, And time management just with that itself. It's just like, you're trying to do it all, but you also, you're stretching yourself so thin already. Like, I mean, you came in front I'm I'm here like oh my god I I have so much to do I wanted to post this reel I have some all these other things that factor in yeah but we also choose this right right I mean I I did want to I guess circle back to that too to say like as you're building it and you know you're in school you're going to go into a new career like maybe it's, maybe I'm also telling myself this, you have to be able to like sustain whatever you're starting at. So it's like, if you're trying to do it all right now, that might be good for like a year or two. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You don't want to burn yourself out on this thing that you enjoy, right? Like you don't want to do that. So it is hard, but sometimes it's like, okay, you got to pull it back. Or sometimes I have to be okay that I didn't post anything for like two days. (laughs) That's okay. (laughs) Yeah. That's the thing though, too. Like I just uh, posted on my stories yesterday and a bit today, basically stating like for me, because my time is so constrained, my goal is once. So if I post something once for the week, one to two times a week, I am happy. Like, Mm -hmm. Always good in the world, but if I like miss out on a week, like you're not even waiting so used to the cycle and we're like kind of like, yeah, you you have to continuously be producing content in a way. Yes. So there's that fine line of all of that too. And also your time, your personal, keeping your humanity. (laughs) (laughs) That too. (laughs) I know. Yeah. But like, also at the same time, like I said, I felt like I was crazy for choosing to do both for starting school, yeah. returning back to school, doing my job, which is technically part-time right now, um, and choosing to do Cheeky, which sometimes, you know, takes so many hours. It's truly, yeah. it takes so much, so much hours out of my day for content creation. And it just shows up as stories or like a quick post or a reel, but they take so much time yes um and I know initially before I decided okay like um before I officially said yes to returning back to Cheeky it was either more so well I can do this now 
and just kind of like see what's going to happen or I can wait it out and see if it's going to happen later right. knowing though I may never do it later so yeah. my intention was just do it like see what happens and if you can handle it you can handle it if you can't what's right. what's going to happen right so you might as well try yeah I mean I will say there is a benefit to <laughs> to some degree of this like it so much going on because it to me at least it feels like it makes me hyper focused on finding the efficiencies in either like what I'm making or in how I'm creating the content um I want to ask real quick. So when you hopped into the space, I think, I mean, honestly, I think it's great that like you're sharing that you're new, right? And this is all new to you. Um, <clears throat> how have you felt like the broader community has been as you've been sharing this journey? When you're saying broader, do you mean like the DIY community mm-hmm. of like creators yeah. or... Well, I guess both. Like there is the DIY of like creators and then there's like the dudes at the hardware store. So there's like, there's kind of two different uh, communities there, I guess. How have you felt in both of those spaces? What do you mean by hardware store? Like Lowe's, Home Depot, like those places that you're going to pick up. Oh, walking into them? Yeah. Um, (laughs) uh, So obviously in the beginning I was scared, but now I walk in and I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) howdy. Yes. (laughs) I know exactly where I'm going. Yes. But then again, at the same time, um, if they want to give me any words of advice, I know some people may get offended if, you know, an employee stops them, like being that I'm a female and stuff like that. Um, They may stop and ask if I need any help or grabbing or lifting and I do some like um I go into home people and all those stores so with confidence honestly like even though I sometimes like when I told them I was making a Murphy bed I can tell like I got some looks and stuff like that but it's just more so like even though I'm scared out of my mind out of this project I know I will figure this out like I know (laughs) so I just I'm just like yeah making Murphy bed like I act confident then But then obviously I'm like internally freaking out. And <laughs> so I can walk and show it for a bit that I'm confident. And then like, once I'm home, I'm like, what did I get myself into? <laughs> um, and then like the creator side, um, I feel like a lot of people have been very like, I, I would say they're pretty happy, like open with me, like being honest and raw because some people, like I said, are just like, you know, like, just do it, like, start doing and everything like that. Whereas I'm more like, hey, I'm slightly still insecure, but I'm going to try. Yeah. So I just feel like it's been accepted nicely. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, people are just kind of letting me share that part. Obviously, if I were to start getting mean comments, like maybe I would stop in a way, but then that's also now just like my brand in a way. That's Mm -hmm. my brand. (laughs) Right, right. Yeah. 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 I mean, and I feel like that's pretty, um, I feel like that's pretty typical. Like the, once you tap into like the makers and the, you know, DIY space, 
like on social media, most of them are all very supportive, willing to share yeah. like tips and tricks and all that kind of stuff and how to's. Um, I would say the only time I've ever had people share like that they do get negative comments is from like people outside of the DIY space. Yeah. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> TikTok is a whole different game, but at that yes. point you're kind of just like, okay. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. TikTok is, that's the only place. Well, that's not fair. I do sometimes <laughs> on Instagram too, but TikTok, I get more of the uh, ugly comments than. Yeah. Um, yeah. TikTok and YouTube. Okay. Both of those are kind of, you know. <laughs> yeah, so, so. I feel like YouTube can get there too. Um, I feel like Instagram for the most part, I mean, I've had some comments yeah. show through on like one of my, some of my reels and it's just like, I kind of just like ignore it. But, yeah. you know, as a person, those hit you too. So mm-hmm. yep. you have to learn to take as a creator side of things, some things the greatest saw in a way. Yes, mm-hmm. unfortunately, yeah. yes. <laughs> That's also what we sign up for too. So it's awesome. Yes. My wife reminds me of that every time I get a negative comment. She's like, you're not always going to get the good stuff. I'm like, fine. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And it's funny that we say this because like I bring it up to my husband too. And it's just more so like, do you respond back? Like everyone chooses to handle it differently. Yeah. And it's like, if you respond back, you're just going to make it worse. Or maybe it's just necessary to respond back. All those things. <laughs> it, yeah. I think and then it, it messes with you too, even more. Yeah. yeah. I think I think it depends on the person, like you said, um, mm-hmm. on the response. I've started responding with, thank you for your engagement. Because like the algorithm doesn't know that you're being a jerk. But I know. I thought that too. <laughs> um, all right. Well, we're actually like at the end of our time together. Um and so I want to give you a chance again to let people know like how they can find you and follow along with you. Yeah, so um, Cheeky DIY Home is my Instagram and I do have TikTok. Everything is under the same handle. Okay. No one has taken that handle. So um, if I ever go back to YouTube, which is my intention because um, I made that Murphy bed, but... I recorded it under straight, but they have the YouTube shorts. So I think yeah. I'm going to start sharing it as, you know, like the full tutorial from start to finish as a shorts mm-hmm. because content creation, my DSLR failed me. I was getting annoyed with bringing that, dragging that YouTube, that DSLR around with my other camera. And I was like, that's it. We're not doing YouTube, but maybe YouTube shorts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, everything. I do have a blog, cheekydiyhome.com and yeah. Okay, I really appreciate you having me too. Yeah, thank you so much. All right, so again, that was Jocelyn of Cheeky DIY Home. I'll include the link on how you can follow along with her and kind of go along on the journey with her as she continues to learn new skills and experiment with different styles and all kinds of fun stuff. You can find the show notes by first, if you're listening to this, check the description for the episode on your podcast app. If you happen to be watching this on YouTube, check the description box down below. And lastly, you can head on over to freemanfurnishings.com forward slash podcast and find this episode as well as all the previous episodes all the way back to the very, very beginning. Make sure to follow along with the podcast over on Instagram at um, Crafting a Revolution. 
And while you're over there, you can come on over to at Freeman Furnishings and say hi, because that's where you can find me when I'm not making podcasts is freemanfurnishings.com and at Freeman Furnishings across all the social media, though I am definitely most active on Instagram. So head on over there and say hi. We are heading into the end of the week and we are heading into the end of the week um, before some big holidays. So (laughs) pardon me, I just want to give a reminder that next week we will still have one brand new episode. It will be on Wednesday the 22nd uh, so that you can be all prepared for if you're going to be doing any travels, but that will be the last episode for the year, the last episode for 2021. We will be taking a break then and um, coming back with new episodes starting Wednesday, January 5th. So gives you some time to play catch up, stock up during travels, all that fun stuff. All right. So as always, uh, help Let's go out with a bang in 2021. (laughs) I almost said 2022. Go out with a bang. And uh, as always, let's go craft a revolution.